Hey guys, welcome back to the Far Better Podcast. I am your host, Michael Clark, recording live from Polishing the Pulpit. Uh, we are here this week with the Scattered Abroad Network booth, uh, the Sandbox, as we like to call it. And we also have the opportunity to be together to record our uh, joint podcast this way. And so if you're hearing this episode and you are at PTP and you have not seen our booth yet, there's still time to come out and look at it. Uh, this episode will air Wednesday, so there's still all of today to come out and check out the Polishing the Pulpit Exhibit Hall B and check out all of the things that we're doing. And right across from the Scatter the Broad Network's booth is the Memphis School of Preaching booth. Yes, I'm stalling for time because I don't have as much material this episode, so I'm going to tell you about the Memphis School of Preaching. We have over there four tables, and we are blessed to be able to have a lot of free items on there, stickers, uh, informational packets, pens, highlighters, journals, wallets, things of that nature. That's what's available right now. Uh, we'll see what happens between now and Wednesday when you're hearing this, but I'm excited to have the opportunity to talk to you about the good news. We've spent the first three weeks of our season talking about the things that we couldn't change. You know, we can't change the past. And let me make sure we cover some things because I had a couple of comments and I wanted to make sure to clarify some stuff. Obviously, you and I as Christians, we would not want to bring our loved ones back. I, you know, the Bible says Jesus groaned in his spirit in John 11 when he brought Lazarus back from the dead. And many people have equated that groaning in his spirit to being Jesus is bringing someone back from the dead and doesn't want that individual to come back. He's worried about bringing him back. I mean, here's Lazarus more than likely in a safe state, and Jesus groans in his spirit, but he brings him back anyway. That was, of course, for the mindset of bringing a faith-instilling miracle to show people that Jesus has power. And Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead, and he actually brings back a loved one, someone that he loved, back. I made a statement in the, if you could change the past, you know, and change the present, you know, you could bring someone back that you loved and lost, you would do it. And what I mean by that is, oftentimes that's the struggle that we face. If I could bring my loved one back selfishly, when I'm not thinking as Christ would have me to think, the answer to that is probably, yeah, I would love to do that. I mean, my, my grandmother, for example, has never met my, grand, my, uh, my children. She's never met Audie or Adam. And Lord willing, you know, we'll live this life and have a long and wonderful life. And maybe they'll even have grandchildren that we will get to experience as Megan and I become grandparents one day, hopefully. And she'll never meet those either. And so many of my family members that are living now will, will never meet those future hopeful babies. And selfishly, there are moments where the devil wants me to think, yeah, if I could bring her back. God, God hates me so much because he, he let my grandmother die. He let my dad die. He let whoever it is in your life. And selfishly, sometimes we struggle with that thought of, man, if I could push a button and bring them back, I would do it. And I would hesitate not even a little bit about doing it. Well, the point of the episode was to remind us that what has happened in the past can't be changed. What's our current present circumstance with people that we've lost and the, the suffering that we experience, we, we can't change that. And we have to learn to be content despite of that. And that's what I was hoping to get through. And I had a couple of people call me and they, they wanted to know what I meant by that because obviously the Christian life tells me that I don't want to bring them back. I don't want to see my grandmother again this side of eternity. And uh, she wouldn't want to come back here. And I understand that. What we're talking about today 
are the things that can be changed. Number one, good news. You can change what your past has done to you. In 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9, the Bible says, The Lord is not slack concerning His promises. Some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And as we think about it, the mindset of what the God's statement, what God's statement is, is that He wants you to be saved. He doesn't want your past to haunt you. He doesn't want you to be struggling with what took place yesteryear. He wants you to be able to be changed by that. He wants you to be able to be different. No matter what you have done, God wants you to be saved. And no matter what haunts you, God can redeem you. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7, the Bible says, In Him, in Christ, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of His grace. In Galatians 1 and verse 4, the Bible says, Who gave Himself for our sins, that He might deliver us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father. And in Galatians 2.20, Paul talks about this mindset of being crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, he says, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Friends, whatever you've done, whatever haunts you, whatever is, has gotten you, you know, in your head even, and has made you believe there's no way God could redeem me, do you know what I've done? Do you know what's in my past? That's just not true. God will forgive you. God will redeem you. This time last year, close to this time last year at least, a Netflix series called Dahmer was released about the, the monster within, I think was the subtitle of that. And that show was based around the life of Jeffrey Dahmer, who was one of the most absolutely well-known serial killers throughout the history of our country. Dahmer was an individual that did a lot of terrible things, a lot of horrible things. And some of the things when you read them, you just struggle to think, man, someone did that? They, they willingly chose to do that? But something that a lot of people don't know about Jeffrey Dahmer, that a lot of people don't talk about with Jeffrey Dahmer, is the fact that Dahmer later in life, in prison... I say later in life, near the end of his life is a better way to put that. He became a New Testament Christian. He obeyed the gospel, was baptized, and I actually have a letter on my computer somewhere in one of my files that is written by one of my former instructors who passed on, Brother Garland Elkins, to addressed to Brother Jeffrey Dahmer. When I first read that, I thought, man, what a, what a weird thing to read you know, in, in conjunction with the other, to Brother Dahmer. I'd spent my whole life thinking, yeah, he became a Christian, but, I mean, he was a terrible person. He did all these things. I'd never put two and two together about the fact that it says Brother Dahmer. And what does that mean? I mean, friend, if Jesus can heal Paul, a murderer, if Jesus can change his circumstance, can't he change yours? 
What are you not allowing God to do for you? Are you really withholding forgiveness that God has so freely given? Are you saying that forgiveness is not attainable? Well, then you're saying that God won't do something that He's promised to do. Shame on us when we do that, but we've all been guilty of that, I think, at some point or another. You can change what your past has done to you. And in doing so, you can actually change your present state. The obvious way that we change our present state is, of course, through salvation. The idea that we become New Testament Christians, we change our minds, we change our actions, we change our ways. And that's exactly what God has commanded for us to do. In Acts 17.30, the Bible says, Truly, these times of ignorance that Paul was discussing to those men on the men of Athens, these times of ignorance God had overlooked. But now He commands all men everywhere to repent. And our present state has changed through baptism. Romans 6, 3 through 4 says, Do you not know that as many as us were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death? Therefore, we were buried with Him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. You can change your present state. You don't have to be where you are right now forever. There are certain circumstances, of course, of your present you can change. It's just, them's the breaks, kid. <laughs> but you can change salvation. You can become a New Testament Christian. You can be what God wants you to be. And in doing that, there's a third thing that you will change. You'll change your future in the sense of where you'll end up, where you're going to go, what happens to you, is written, and it's sealed and you don't have to worry at night when you're living faithfully for God about whether or not He's going to redeem you, whether or not He's forgiven you. Your future will be sealed and secured in Christ alone. What a blessing to think about that from the perspective of what God wants us to remind ourselves of, how He wants us to notice and fully focus on the mindset that I can be different. I don't have to be stuck in my ways. I don't have to. Because God loves me, and that's what matters. I'm thankful that you took some time to listen to this podcast. Don't forget, if you're here at PTP, come by and see us. We'd love to talk to you. Next week, we'll start a three-week arc on Jesus is in the boat. Don't forget, this is Season 6 of the Far Better Podcast on the Scattered Abroad Network, and we're covering my favorite sermons so far. These are sermons that I've preached that I particularly have enjoyed, that I want to look at and notice. And I'm thinking that Season 7 is probably going to be Part 2 of this, and who knows where we go from there. But until then, don't forget to please God now so our eternity is far better.